0: hello everybody and welcome to the stay and scream podcast my name's hunter and i'm going to be your host this evening along with my good friend and co-host duff
1: hey guys how's it going
0: we are excited to be back with a little bit of a later stay and scream episode uh unfortunately we had some prior commitments this week i took on a new job things got mixed up so this episode's coming to you a little bit late however we are going to celebrate because we are going to have two episodes out this week to just kind of make up for the deficit we made you a promise and we want to keep it. This isn't Grim Grinning Hosts that we're talking about. <laughs> we've 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 got promises to uphold coming from the, the catacombs <laughs> and HHN 365 brand loyalty that you know. So with that said, we are recording a little bit later this evening. We are actually out in New York right now, next to the Gotham Bathrooms, also known as the best bathrooms on Universal Property. Whoa. It's true.
1: That's the biggest hot take from right here in this episode. It's a,
0: it's a hot hot take, my man. I do smell like piss. It's true, but it's uh, it reminds me of New York. I think they just, like, pump that smell in. A little bit of thick New York slice, you know? Um, <laughs> so we are out here in New York recording. We have our drinks. I am drinking a snake bite, tried and true. What are oh, you drinking, yeah. though? Uh, a
1: black and tan. Well, actually, not a black and tan. It's a it's a Guinness with uh, Smittix, which you call, like, a black and smack. I yeah,
0: think, something like that. they
1: didn't have any other options really
0: that sounds like hardcore heroin i'm gonna be honest yeah i do do
1: like smittix and this actually tastes really good so this is uh i'm gonna
0: give it a go next time better than a black and tan Uh, it's a very dark drink for sure uh
1: definitely not your typical black and tan color the smittix is a little bit darker
0: yeah that's like solid solid brown
1: but i like it yeah bad option at fins
0: no not at all so we are here celebrating this weekend during uh, full ops now at Universal to check out the two Halloween Horror Nights houses. The parks are open later on the weekends, so open until 8 o'clock. Yep. The sun is down, getting a little bit of that HHN feeling, uh, minus the, the Dean Martin playing in the background, you know. <laughs> Not quite purge sound effects we're talking about here. Um, I do want to go ahead and give a thanks to Lauren for purchasing a drink for us this week. Thank you so much, Lauren. We genuinely appreciate it. So, what we're going to be talking about this week, uh, we've done a lot of positive episodes lately. We've done yeah. a lot of, uh, you know, we talked about houses that, uh, what, what, how did we describe last week? Just like houses that were most improved yeah. so, over like, their run. Started off
1: not great, but improved. Yeah,
0: somewhere around like, there. You know,
1: I'm not a very positive person always, so
0: this <laughs> kind of feels wrong, Hunter. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm generally a pretty optimistic person, but we said, you know what? people love petty people love a little bit of drama let's throw a little bit of that out there in the most respectful way and we decided to cover the most overrated houses in recent
1: memory at the event we're gonna piss some of you off
0: we are going to piss uh each other off to be honest like we're we're gonna hit that point uh with each other so we both picked three of the HHN houses that I I believe where we played by rules, uh, that we had to personally see the houses to put them on this list, right? Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't buy that. Yeah. I would, uh, I would say that's the thing. So one thing to remember, and I'll probably clarify this once or twice during the episode, overrated does not mean it's bad. Overrated just means that maybe it's given a little bit more appreciation than it is, uh, we feel it is worthy of. From a
1: personal standpoint. Personal there's standpoint. There's a lot of for it that we don't see.
0: There is one of these that I'm going to throw out that I'm going to get absolutely slaughtered on.
1: I got one that I'll get slaughtered for worse. Yes. But you already know that one, so.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So... We, we want to throw this out because it's fun. We're not out to hurt anybody's feelings or make you feel bad about one of your favorite houses. This is all just personal. But once again, this is supposed to be a conversation between friends over drinks while you're waiting in the stay and scream holding area. And this is a topic that comes up.
1: Maybe a screaming match in this case.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's go for it. We're, we're in a nice, quiet area. Yeah, that's true. Um, so without further ado, let's hit the Bartman and dive into our most overrated HHN houses.
1: start off lighter I'm, not, I'm gonna hold the big one back for last okay some people already know it yeah there's a really big one i think i want to start off with one of the favorite houses from hhn 21 okay the unanimous favorite 3d house of all time yeah of course i'm talking about the in between the so you probably love it well, not you, but yeah, the yeah, people yeah. I'm talking to, listening, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're probably like, you're out of your damn mind. That's the best 3D house ever made.
0: A lot of reputation. I'm I know here, Madden Quint hold that yeah, opinion, yeah. so.
1: I'm here to tell you I don't like any 3D house at Horror Nights.
0: So that plays into
1: it a little bit. I haven't bit. seen one that I've liked. Yeah. Uh, the big thing for me, for the in between is it has that... You know how, like, every 3D house is the neon colors? Yeah. In between still had that. I hate that. Uh, they had the, like, disorienting tunnel. Yeah. Which... Effect, but,
0: uh, I kind of miss it a little bit, though. Yeah,
1: I, I think it could be used well. Yeah. I don't like when it's just colors. Yeah. And, you know, Agreed. it's just trying to simply disorient you. I feel like there should be more to it, you know?
0: I feel like the coolest execution we saw of that is uh, during the 20 years of fear, like house, uh, in the what the, the warehouse house. Do you remember what that was called?
1: What they it? Call was like it? the
0: anniversary house that year.
1: Oh, what was the house called? i Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Um, 20 years of fear
0: i thought it was something along those lines i think
1: it was we can always
0: we'll edit this yeah, in post i'm pretty sure it was. um but yeah so you asking what that, that was one called. that one the tunnel had like the icons painted on yes, it yeah. while you were walking much through. better
1: use yeah um i think there's cool parts of it i thought uh it tied into lore a bit which was nice mm-hmm. um very little the backstory but i like anytime you tie it was lady luck this time yeah of course um the creatures looked cool that they brought out. Like the main, I don't even know what they're called to be honest.
0: My head. They're like demons, right? Yeah. They're they're like multi-dimensional demons yes, yes, or something. Yeah. yeah.
1: Um, I thought the character design was cool. I didn't hate the house. It was my favorite 3D house. Yeah. But it's a 3D house. It's a 3D house. And I think there could be a 3D house I could like. It could happen one day. Yeah. I'm not completely opposed to 3D as a concept in a house. I just didn't like this house much. Yeah. Simple as
0: that. Well, it's always felt my good friend Gary, uh, shout out to him, always said that three D houses feel like, oh man, we need one more house for the lineup, and we've kind of run out of money. So how do we, how do we do something cool but like cut down on cost a lot by doing set dressing, and that, that's where three D houses used to come in. Yeah. But we haven't seen one since twenty
1: six. No. So it's and it's that, been a long time now. I, I think three D houses look cheap typically yeah but I think if you give it a lot of detail maybe and then do everything on top of that we'll see and it looks
0: like well, in between is the house they came the closest came the to closest, accomplishing but that but it's still
1: not like a full detailed HHN house sure now. it still just feels like a we're throwing neon paint all over the place yeah and here's your house
0: So I'll go ahead and pick up here, uh, my most divisive, well, not my most divisive, but I guess my least divisive starting off this is actually one uh, that is my most visited HHN house of all time. Oh. So that is actually Krampus from 26. So Krampus is a house that I actually like, but I feel like a lot of us, myself included, give it a lot more hype than it probably deserves just because we were able to hit that house so many times during the events run. It was right at the front. It never really had to wait. After 10 o'clock, you could pretty much walk in. There were some nights where I did three or four runs of that house just back to back because American Horror Story was sucking up all the people. Krampus was right there. I think Krampus is still probably the best house that we've had in the Shrek location. Yep. Um, I know a lot of people say that's clowns. I think Krampus just has a little bit of a leg up there for me personally, just because they really went all out with the sets. Um, but the scares really only came from the little uh, Santa's helper or Krampus' helpers, yep. like the elves. There was, I will say, some of my favorite scares did come from that snowman that would jump at people, because that's a perfect like misdirection. like the fake person in the room but this is one while i like it i can't say i love it even though it is my most visited house of all time it is a uh it has that pleasure from circumstance more than it has it from it actually being a great house that i visited over and over and over i'm
1: completely with you on this one i went through this house completely lost count yeah a lot of times so many times. a lot of times yeah enjoyed the house but don't understand why it's on such a high pedestal for some I feel
0: people. like it is because it's in that location. That location doesn't have a lot of, like, it's kind of yeah. that, plus yeah. a lot of people saw it. But, like, is it overrated a little bit? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it is. Absolutely. Um, but I will say it is. it was not overrated in the aspect of air conditioning. Uh, air conditioning on a hot HHN 26 night, uh, Krampus was the place to be at. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I agree. Um, so, my next one is. Would piss people off, but I kind of have a disclaimer that should calm you down a bit. It's going to be HHN 24's Halloween. Mm. Yes. Um, really great house. Yeah. Love the house. But people have it on this pedestal as the best HHN house ever. Yeah. And that, pretty that's pretty high up for a lot of people. Any other time the Halloween property's been touched, it's been like nowhere near. Sure. Uh, one, I think Hell Comes to Haddonfield in 26 wasn't that far off. Really? I love that house. I, yeah. It wasn't that far off, I'm sorry. People act like it was this massive drop-off, and it just wasn't.
0: Plus Dumpster Mike. So like, mic. come on.
1: At best, I'm not really scared much, but you know.
0: But it was awesome My seeing Mike, Michael right, Myers right, yes, in a dumpster, correct, yeah. Correct.
1: yeah. Um. I just, I don't know. It felt like a typical slasher IP house. Sure. You well, know, like, they did it well. Really good execution, but that's never, for me, going to be all-timer
0: i think that one is one just because it was their first official execution of that ip it's so high up for people because even you know i believe uh mike aiello said this is his favorite house that he worked on during his time with the event
1: and i think that's kind of what leads to being overrated you know a little bit yeah everyone was waiting for that for years they finally got it and it was well done so of course you're gonna love it
0: yeah and it is one of those you know it was like in a tent location which isn't like to to slight it i mean the tent was probably the best location for it but Mm -hmm. it is one of those where people do have it up so high and a lot of that is due to the ip attachment less so than i think you know the actual house execution itself
1: and then again great house i'm not slandering the house by any means i just don't understand i don't feel i should say how it's so high for so many people sure that's all
0: i get it i get it so this one is a uh This is this is the second hottest take because I know my last one's gonna be the biggest one, but uh, this one I'm probably gonna get a little bit of vitriol for. Uh, I'm actually gonna say Dead Waters from oh. 27. So Dead Waters is a house that I feel like all of us really really liked, but step it life. it did not go that extra step towards deserving a lot of the accolades that it got during that year. I think it's kind of like. Deadwaters is kind of like one of those like gothic, where it was a good house, but it's mostly remembered for being a good house in a pretty weak year overall. I would say 27. Out of the last five years, at least, it's probably the weakest year out of all of them. Um, And Deadwaters, its biggest issue to me is that it felt unfinished. Um, Deadwaters was great, but it was very short. It was only a couple scenes, and it didn't feel like it really had a great climax. And it is really hard to end haunted house it's like incredibly hard to do that but dead waters after you got through that initial like first like wow holy shit moment i think that's what people remember from this house is the big steamboat laying there in the in the swamp kind of sunk in and then you know the the tilted walkway but after that it kind of became uh sort of typical voodoo house number three you know what I'm saying so like it's not a slight where I'm saying this house is awful or anything I just feel like we have such fond memories of that facade that we kind of let it slide on everything else when maybe maybe it's not quite as deserving of as high of a spot as as it normally would be
1: I agree and disagree I agree with everything you said I disagree in the fact that I don't see that many people claiming that it's An amazing house. I see a lot of people say basically what you said, which is beautiful sets. The facade's amazing. Um, That's about it. Yeah. It looks beautiful. Yeah. But it's short and not too unique once you get into it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it is one of those, like, I knew this one was probably going to be the most, like, ah, you know, I don't really like this house to begin with, so it's not really overrated. But for some people, this was, like, their first exposure to a big elaborate like set you know 27 we always talk about 28 and 29 bringing in people but 27 with the shining and american yep. horror story returning a lot of people 27 was their first year too and i think this one gets uh bumped up because of that a little bit as well yeah,
1: that's true that's yeah. fair um, so i guess i'll get into my last one which is pitchforks and torches time <laughs> you know which one i'm going with um Unfortunately, I'm going to go to HHN28 and talk about Poltergeist. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: I'll I'll let you think about this simmer for a second. Yeah. Simmer,
0: simmer, simmer.
1: Okay. All right. So, beautiful sets. The facade's amazing. No complaints there. Never drew me in once. Yeah. Not one walkthrough was I ever drawn in by the story, by the scare actors. Um cool effects, cool puppet effects, especially. Sure. But I think it had this grand feeling and to me almost felt empty outside of that. Hmm.
0: Meaning it didn't, meaning that it felt more like a show that didn't have as much of, like, a soul behind it? Like it was. Of, yeah. Kind of,
1: yeah. It okay. felt elaborate and beautiful and I, I don't know. Again, th- the big thing is it could never draw me in fully. I think it finished, like, fifth for me that year yeah so you
0: know this is my favorite house of 28 so like it's it's pretty high up
1: people's favorite houses all time
0: i think it's it is up there i believe this was number four on my top five houses of all time list and um i think this one depends on a couple things first of all it depends on how much you enjoy that movie of course um that movie is kind of like a pop culture mainstay whether or not you've seen poltergeist you know things that are from Poltergeist that are being referenced. Um, But I think beyond that, the reason people have this one so high up was this kind of felt the culmination of what they had been doing with these big movie houses for the last few years as far as, like, The Exorcist and The Shining. How do we take these classic movies and basically do a new spin on it to actually make it a haunted house? Poltergeist was, like, the first... It was the first major IP that comes to mind as far as how do we adapt a classic horror movie that people have feelings for, for, and basically make it a And I think that's why Poltergeist is so high for a lot of people. I yeah. know that's why it's high for that's me. Fair. That's fair. Um, just because I think there's like there's something really cool about being a fan of that movie and actually going beyond what the movie showed you. Mm. Um, I think that's that's the major deciding factor there.
1: And I guess I should point out, I like the movie but I'm not a huge fan of Ultra sure. in general sure. so it already had that missing for me in the first place yeah two I'm not anti-IP by any means but I'm also not like a, I'm never ex- super excited when an IP comes like I'm never like oh my god yes I get to walk through it it's never my thing so, yeah. okay cool so I don't know again maybe it's because it wasn't like what the movie either that I kind of felt like I was just walking through a beautiful house with some yeah. scares, I don't know, I, I, can't fully put my finger on what was missing for me, it was something in the story, something that just couldn't, I couldn't grasp and hold
0: yeah. on to. I, it. I will say it does open with my favorite, uh, trigger audio of all time that I've had in a horror, uh, excuse me, in a haunted house house, Ever. a haunted house house, in a horror night's house, uh, just, you son of a bitch, like, I just, I love it, I think it's great, um, but yeah, it is one of those where your mileage may vary. And I yeah. think some people are going to share your opinion there. I, I don't think many do.
1: Yeah. I'll be honest, I don't think many do. I think this is. I'm not like super anti mainstream about houses. You know, I, I like a lot of great houses. I love Graveyard games and, yeah. you know, I lo- Scarecrow. Yeah. I love the really popular houses a lot of times. This is just one time I didn't get on board with it. And I feel it like happens. everyone
0: has that. You know, I have a friend who says that, uh, They do not uh, think American Werewolf deserves like all of its accolades just because it's so puppetry focused, you know, so like it really is a personal taste thing. Uh, Speaking of personal taste, that's going to lead me (laughs) into one that you just mentioned. I'm going to go ahead and uh, shoot this gun off so people can be mad at me. I think Graveyard Games is a little overrated. And let me tell you why. Very, very beautiful house. The entrance... Facade was probably the best one last year, I would say. Um, ghosts in the Graveyard, you've got Sid out there spray-painting people. What a little punk ass. But this is one of those houses that I believe, to get the full impact of it, it did heavily rely on you being familiar with the story that it was trying to tell. There's some really shocking stuff in there, like uh, I believe it's the character of Nancy, who's strung up by vines um, with her soul sucked out. And her mom's like on the cell phone, like trying to like FaceTime yes. her. Like, that's super fucked up. And well, it, interacts
1: with you yeah, as yeah, you yeah. walk by. Which yeah. is my favorite part of that.
0: Totally. And I think that's great. But I think that story to get the full impact of Graveyard Games, you really have to pay attention to what you I either had to do the messenger, which I guarantee you, ninety-five percent of people going oh. through that house had no clue no. about. Probably sure even higher than percent. that. Yeah, ninety-nine like percent. Yeah, higher than that. But um. And then if you did do this as a stay in Scream House like a lot of us did you weren't seeing the text or the videos that were being displayed anyways. I think this is a case of it also reused a lot from Poltergeist in the sense of it's like you remember the under the house like in the pool section of Poltergeist from the year before. What if we just redid that, but the entire house with those skeletons? And I think that's why I knocked this one down a little bit. Um, There was also some cheaper effects that I wasn't as crazy about, like the the floating mother effect, which was her on a string, basically a zip line being (laughs) floated towards you. That, your mileage may vary. I still think this is a great house. I have a really fond memory of going to this house just me and my co-host Shelby. Um, The Grinners have taken on a life of their own, especially. I just don't know if it deserves as high of a placement as it normally would. I mean, you guys even did your poll of, like, the greatest HHN house not too long ago. Yeah, we did. Uh, a couple months back. And Graveyard Games ended up winning that, correct?
1: Yeah, it came in second.
0: Second place? It lost to
1: Universal Monsters.
0: Okay, as it should have. <laughs> but, like, we've had the conversation, and this isn't, like, a this isn't a gatekeeping thing or anything like that but hhn 28 and 29 brought in a lot of new people and i feel like graveyard games does get a lot of push just because that was really their first time seeing kind of a house like that in that element
1: i think it's also a very horror night's house yeah and i think that's if you're started in the last couple years that's the only time you've experienced like a super horror night's house you could argue like nightingales was very horror nights classic horror nights but obviously not as good for most people
0: sure sure and that is going to depend on taste i think uh graveyard games is basically the the chance for the newer fans to see something like a basically the way people that have been going the last decade talk about gothic or like something like that you know Yeah. so once again i want to clarify just in case overrated does not mean bad it just means that it's got a lot of anticipation behind it and a lot of accolades that whether or not it deserves is debatable you know
1: and then we've kept saying mileage may vary and for me that's a huge one because you kind of knocked it for having to dig for the details yeah i love digging for details sure so i'm looking at it for more of a how am i experiencing the house sure and then you know like you kind of said like you know most people won't see it and knocked it for that i say well, i'm gonna dig for it so i like it even more sure i enjoy digging for a house or for the details on a house so, like, while I enjoy being told the story, like, right now, Brides, Tooth Fairy, yeah. it's great they just lay it out for you. I'd much rather have to go really dig for those details, and that's
0: I get obviously that. Graveyard
1: Games. I sat at work and did it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so too- I got to experience a, a piece of Horror Nights throughout the year, all day, every day. If I wanted to it
0: feels like it was their newer attempt at doing something like the old websites yeah. right yeah. like it was there here's the story if you know this great i just think graveyard games even more so than some of those older houses kind of relies on you knowing that story to get sure. the full impact yeah. in comparison to say uh if you're not familiar with lady luck whatsoever her backstory adds to those houses and to the lore of those houses but it plays zero impact into the actual house. So, it's all personal taste you know
1: i mean and i guess the uh, kind of end of this episode is saying it's all personal taste it's Every all personal house you go taste. Through, yeah you could literally have the exact opposite list of someone else but you know you enjoyed the event This as much of each other so does it matter
0: totally totally well so let's go ahead and wrap up but before we do that we have to decide on our stay and scream house of the week oh okay so stay and scream house of the week um, let's kick it back to HHN 26. I think. Blah, 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 blah. I think Halloween.
1: No.
0: Okay. Hell comes to Haddonfield. Okay. You brought it up earlier. That was a hell of a, a stay in Scream yeah, House. I it think was. that was a perfect way to yep. kick off your night. The house wasn't too dark, but you got a little bit of the bonus of having that daylight blindness as you're going. Out. Starting your night off with Michael Myers. Honestly, that. If we're talking about 26, that, that's my stay-and-cream house. It doesn't get house. much better. Yeah, no. it yeah. really doesn't.
1: I, I like the stay-and-cream house. Good choice, good choice. Yeah. yeah.
0: You did say stay-and-cream. I did, I did. Uh, I did not mean to. Oh, okay. We won't bring it up. <laughs> I just
1: slipped. Steve? He's always on the back Steve? of my mind. <laughs> uh,
0: unfortunately, I was trying to think if I had a stay and scream story of the week, but unfortunately, um, I don't have one to give this
1: time. How about the one that we're doing right now where uh, we're going to wrap up and go to a house?
0: I mean, that sounds like the best story of all to me. So thank you for listening to the Stay in Screamcast. We genuinely appreciate it. Just a reminder, if you are listening to this episode on the HHN 365 feed, to hear next week's episode, you have to check out the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights feed. So I actually got a few messages from people that are like, Did you guys skip episode two? (laughs) No, no, no. They're on two different feeds. This is a joint production. So go check it out on both the feeds, HHN365, as well as the Catacombs of Halloween Horror Nights. And if you want to keep up with me, the best place to do that is on Twitter. You can find me at HanBrolo77. That's hanbrolo 77 And Duff? Uh,
1: For myself and HHN365, that's Twitter and Instagram at HHN365.
0: That sounds like a blast. So hey, we're gonna run over and check out the bride of Frankenstein lives, possibly the possibly be the last people through the house. So for now, thank you for screaming with us.